Hey guys, welcome into Ball Down South Sports Wave. Tonight we're going to do our week seven game day pick 'em show. So we're going to run through about 12. We might add one or so games to this, maybe as a bonus at the end. But we're going to run through, and we've got spreads with these games. And Mason is on with us, and John Roberts and John Hammonds, and we're all going to go through and pick the games for week seven. Week seven has got a bunch of really good games. Do y'all agree, guys? Yes, I do agree. I, I think there's a bunch of good games to talk for us to talk about. I, when I was looking at the game list, I really it would have been pretty easy to come up with 15 or 16 games, to be honest. So we're going to get started. We're going to get started with John Hammonds, and the first game we're going to go through and talk about is Penn State at Michigan. The first six games that we're going to talk about are ranked teams versus ranked teams. There's six games this week that's that way. So Hammonds, Penn State, Michigan. The spread on Tuesday was six and a half for Michigan. Do you know what it currently is? It's seven now. Um, seven. This is, this is an interesting game because, you know, you got two teams – it's not really been tested yet, um, and I don't have a lot of faith in neither one of these offenses. Um, you know, Michigan has been be reliant really on Blake Corum, and you know the improved Penn State offensive line hasn't faced a good defense yet that Michigan has. Um, so I can't wait to watch how that turns out, and you know up front in the trenches, you know, I'm not expect. I don't think this is going to be a shootout by any means. Um, it being at the big house, um, I think I'm going to go with Michigan and I look for them to cover the spread. Um, so are we going with six and a half on Tuesday or are we going with seven tonight? Oh, seven. Okay. Um, I just don't think Penn state has the offense and the, the quarterback play has been suspect, you know, He's had a really good year this year. Um, you know, um trying to think of his name, Clifford. Yeah, um, Clifford. I just don't think he's met a defense that is this good that what Michigan's got, their front, their front four. So I think I'm going to go with Michigan to cover, which this, this is probably one of the better early games of, of the, of the week. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why the total, the over and under is 50 plus. Like, um, I'm really shocked at that. I don't, I don't know how that's, how that's that high, but maybe that's just me. Um, right. So, I mean, Michigan's got a top 10, top five defense, actually. Yeah, they do. But at the same time, Penn State's got a pretty good defense, too. So, right. This is going to be a battle of the trenches, I think, whichever team folds first. And I think this week it's going to be Penn State. So I'm going to go Michigan to cover okay. the seven points. All right. We're going to move next to John Roberts. And you're going to go second in these. So you got the floor. Are you taking Penn State or Michigan? 
Um, whew. I guess uh, every time people doubt Clifford, somehow he pulled a rabbit out of his <laughs> rear end. He, um, he, yeah. He he's a tough son of a gun. He really but, is. Uh, God, he's just got a punchable face. Um, yeah, Michigan. I'm just gonna go Michigan. You going Michigan? Yeah, I'm probably gonna regret it later. <laughs> All right. All right, Mason. Who, who are you taking in this one? Well, I have to look at the history and Penn State, every time they've been hyped up, top ten, they always fold. And just that being said, I'm gonna go Michigan. I'm gonna take Michigan to cover that seven. So Okay. You know, I've not been impressed with Michigan. Not really. Uh, I, you know, they struggled with Maryland. They struggled for four and a half quarter or three and a half quarters um, with Indiana last week. But that being said, being at the big house, um, I'm not really sold on Penn State either. I mean, yes, they went into Auburn and beat Auburn bad, but I'm not sure what Auburn has, <laughs> to be honest. No and, offense, Auburn's not a uh, – Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what Auburn has. So I'm going to go Michigan as well, even though – so all four of us are on Michigan on this one, which I thought maybe we might see a um, – Auburn has nothing, so yeah, just yeah. let you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so – our next game is possibly one of the biggest games of the week. Um, it's Alabama at Tennessee. And on Tuesday, the line was seven and a half. Anybody have an updated line on that one? What I, what I use shows me. It's Alabama seven right now. So seven. Okay. So Alabama's favorite seven at Nayland Stadium against Tennessee. Hammonds, who you got on that? Uh, I think I'm going to take Bama to cover. Um, this is Tennessee's best chance to beat Alabama, I think, in a very long time. You know, Alabama's won, what, 15 in this rivalry. So some, a lot of them have been pretty rough, you know, blowouts. And – I'll be honest with you. You know, even if Bryce Young is out, I still think Tennessee or Alabama can win this game. Um, you know, the Vols offense is playing well enough to keep up, but we can't assume Alabama can keep up either. So, but at the same token, if Young plays, I just don't see how, um, Tennessee can can stay in this football game because Tennessee's defense secondary is not really good. You know, they ranked, I think, last, three out of the last in college football in, in the secondary and pass defense. And I really don't think this game's going to be as high scoring as people think either. Um, you know, I think if you have Milrow start, I think you'll see a more conservative look on offense. Um, they won't, you know – I don't even think, you know, with Young playing, we haven't seen a lot of explosive plays with Alabama either. You know what I mean? 
they've they've not really had those big plays. They've yeah, had Tennessee Brian does, and if and if Tennessee is doing it, then Alabama's going to have to do it. Yeah, they're going to have to do it. Yeah, it's, so as explosive as this Tennessee offense is, and how good they are, they haven't seen a pass rush like the one they'll see in Alabama. You know, and Will Anderson. Um, I think Tennessee will try to run a little bit, run the football a little bit more to try to slow that down. But I just don't see Tennessee win this football game. Um, you know, it's going to be an insane crowd. You know, everything's going to be all Tennessee up until kickoff. You know, everybody's going to be pumping them up, hyping them up, and rightfully so. They're, they're playing really good right now. But I just think it's just the same old, same old. I just don't think – out Tennessee has the defense to stay in this football game. They got the offense now, but their defense is what worries me in this football game. So right. I'm going to take Alabama and cover and cover. All right. I mean, I think that's the smart move, honestly. Um, but sometimes you have to be a little bold. So is anybody going to take Tennessee in this game? John Roberts, who you got? So it really boils down to as to how they attack them on defense and, and and what what kind of game plan the uh, the Alabama defense plays because they could easily um, I guess you, you can't just completely you can't flush in and hooker you got to keep them in the pocket you got to be able to contain them in in the pocket. You can't let them get out. So you you're you're creating the pass rush to hurry him, but not necessarily. I mean, you're you're trying to get to him, but the more pushes needs to be in the middle, not necessarily the edge. Uh, the edge has to be set so that everything that he doesn't get outside the pocket. But mainly, you're trying to keep him in, and you right. want him to throw it. Oh, but you know, but you just want to make sure that he's off his mark. Well, you want him. To, you want to hurry. Off, you want to hurry off, him to throw it. Right. Yeah. You got to make him make you know poor decisions. He's got to be able to you know, you know something like you know along those lines. So, <clears throat> and I think Alabama's got the ability to do that. Uh, and like I said on uh, the previous show, that it's you know that that. They don't need Bryce Young to win, and I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to say that they win by, oh, you know, at least a touchdown. So yeah, okay. Uh, I would go with Alabama. Seven points. So yeah, are you taking, giving? Are you giving the seven points? Uh, I'm saying Alabama covers. Okay. All right, Mason. It's up to you. Are you, you got Alabama or you got Tennessee? Well, I don't think Alabama needs Bryce Young to win, but just because everybody else went Bama, I'm gonna have to go Rocky Top on this one. I think <laughs> <laughs> on the road. I mean, I just I don't know. There's a big question of Alabama, especially without Young. Um, if Young plays, I think it Alabama could very easily win this game, but with being uncertain. I'm gonna go the uh, outlier here and go Tennessee. I think. All right, man. I mean, it's good. It's good to have a little debate and a little mix in this. 
excuse me. So I'm kind of with you on this, Mason, as far as if Young plays, I think Bama wins, and I think they probably cover. If Young doesn't play, I, I'm leaning towards Tennessee in this game. Um, so I think. And I just want to go ahead. I think that Bryce Young is supposed to play as of today. It's Thursday night, so isn't that right? Hadn't everybody heard that he's supposed to play? I have, and I just want to say Alabama doesn't need Young to win, and their defense is good enough to win the game without him. I just think if he does play, then Alabama should be able to win this game a lot easier than a dogfight that I think it's going to be. Right. So, I mean, again – with Bryce Young, I'm taking Alabama in the points. So, but you just don't know when, you know, if a quarterback's going to warm up right or whatever coming off an injury. So, you know, our next game we're going to talk about, we're going to the Big 12. Um, this is Oklahoma State at TCU. And TCU is favored three and a half on Tuesday's line. Has anybody got an updated line on that? Hammonds, you got that? Are you here, John Hammonds? It's still the same. It's three and a half. At three and a half it it's moved down a, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the lines I do is I've got something that locks them in on Tuesday, so I just take those lines. That's the reason why I always ask. All right, go ahead, Hammonds. Um, I think this is going to be one of your better Big 12 games of the year. And that's saying a lot considering the Kansas-TCU game last week. Um, I wouldn't be shocked either if these two teams meet again in the championship, Big 12. Um, this will be a wild back-and-forth football game with the offenses with big plays, home run balls. Um, but I just think Oklahoma State's run defense is going to be a little bit better. Um, but I, I'm going to have TC, I'm going to pick Oklahoma state, but I'm going to have TCU cover this game. You mean, the four, you mean win the game, win the game? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I got, I got Oklahoma state win this football game. So you're saying Oklahoma state's going to win the game. Yeah. But TCU. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. TCU's the one that's favorite. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma State. I got them in the upset. So, okay. I just don't think TCU. Um, plus, I think it's it's in Fort Worth, ain't it? It's at TCU. It is. It's at TCU. In which we haven't, and you know, Oklahoma State's not been a real good away team. But at the end of the day, you know, I think Oklahoma State has just a little better offense than TCU has. And I think they got a little bit better defense too, so that that will be that'll play a big factor. All right. So John Hammonds is going Oklahoma State. John Roberts, who you got? Uh I'm gonna go against Derek Mason's defense. And I'm gonna go with TCU. All right. Against Derek Mason's the... defense, huh? Yes, against. <laughs> okay. You want to elaborate on that or nothing? Uh, just it hasn't really been all that great this year. <laughs> well, 
This is his first year there, so. And? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just pointing out a fact. That's all. <laughs> He's still average. <laughs> all right, Mason, who are you taking in this game? This is your country, Big 12 country, so. Well, I'm taking Oklahoma State. At the end of the day, for me, it comes down to Duggan versus Sanders. I trust Sanders more in big games. I mean, he's been in more big games than Duggan has. I mean, shout out to Duggan from Iowa. You know, high school. Yeah. Good quarterback, but. He's he's an Iowa kid, by the way. Mason is. (laughs) I mean, just shout out to him. But I think that Sanders and Oklahoma State gets it done on the road. Okay. You know, this is a tough game to pick, if you ask me. I'm. I've been on Oklahoma State's side all season long, and that's probably where I'm going to stay. I'm going to I'm going to say they win this game as well. Um, but I think you know at home. I mean, TCU's got a really good team, and could they win this game and cover? I think they pro- possibly could, but I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. I I think Oklahoma State has a pretty good shot here to win the Big Twelve. What do you Just think? to chip in here, whoever wins this game, I think, will be playing either <laughs> the person they lost to or Texas in the Big 12 championship, as long as you were to stay healthy. Right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go to the ACC in the next game, and it's NC State at Syracuse. Both teams are ranked, and Syracuse is favored three and a half points in this game. Hammonds, um, is that is that the current line on this one? Yeah, yeah, it's still it's still the same. Okay. Um, the biggest question in this game is is Devin Leary going to play? You know, he got hurt. Um, he hurt his shoulder last week, and they said he's questionable. Um, so this is I feel like this is a game where the kicking game is going to come into play late in the game. Um. You know, Syracuse undefeated, took a late, what was it, touchdown to get by Purdue. They beat Virginia and Louisville, I believe. They're and coming off a of bye week, aren't they? They are, and it, yeah. and, and the game's at um, the wireless. It's at Syracuse, yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel like as long as the Syracuse offensive line can hold up, um, you know, they got a shot in this game. NC State doesn't have much of a pass rush. And I think Garrett Schrader and Tucker should be able to do some things. Um, the biggest question mark in this game is Devin Leary. If he doesn't play, um, I just don't think NC State can win this game. Um, you know, the defense, they got ripped up by FSU last week. And, you know, they're facing a really good running back in T- Sean Tucker. So, I think I'm going to take Syracuse, and I think they'll cover this game. Um, it'll, they'll cover the three points. Um, you know, it's not going to be pretty at times for NC State because if if you've watched any NC State games, their offensive production has not been really good. <laughs> um, you know, they struggled with they struggled with um, F- Florida State. They struggled against Clemson. It's not been the NC State team that I've been no that I pumped up and hopped up at the beginning of the year in the preseason. Syracuse has scored some points, though. And Syracuse scored some points. Yeah, they're going to move the football. Um, I think Syracuse wins this game, and I believe they go 6-0. Okay. 
and they cover the spread. That's a huge start for Syracuse, by the way. It is. All and right. that place will be rocking. Um, they haven't really had a winning program since probably the McNabb days, if you, if you really want to be uh, hypothetical about it. You know, they haven't had – I mean, they've had a couple good seasons. They had that, what, 10-win season a couple years back. But beyond that, they've not really had a big-time season. And and this is a great opportunity for Syracuse to put that mark on the line. And, you know, Syracuse defense, listen to this, number one in the ACC in defense. Um, But that has a lot to do with the schedule that they played too, though. So right. this will be their biggest test so far. Absolutely. John Roberts, who are you going to take in this ACC matchup? Uh, this one, I have Syracuse over NC State, just because I haven't really been a believer in NC State ever since Cole Kubler pumped them up several years back, putting them in the 14 playoff. And ever since then, I've just been like, well, they're not going to do as good as what he, he thought they would do. And um, they just they haven't proven anything yet. Uh, so I'm going Syracuse just because I like the surprise. Okay. That's that's a good reason to pick it, I believe. Mason, who are you going to take in this one? I'm just messing with you, John Roberts. <laughs> I'm going Syracuse. I mean, I don't know, their run game – is one of the best, in my opinion, in the country. I and think so, too. I think that they're going to be too much for Clemson to handle. Or, no, not Clemson, NC State, sorry. Yeah. Getting the games messed up. Um, but I don't know. If it comes down to it, I'm taking the run game and Syracuse. And it's at home for Syracuse, and I agree with you. I think Sean Tucker's probably the best running back in the ACC. I've been saying that for a few weeks. John Hammonds knows I was – uh, kind of hyping up and was surprised at just how well the offense was playing for Syracuse early on. And me and him had talked about it a few times on some of these shows. So I'm picking Syracuse in this game as well. I was really high on NC State early in the season, preseason, coming off of last year. Um, and they just haven't shown me what I thought they were going to be. So I'm going to go Syracuse as well at home. Um, and a heavy, heavy dose of Sean Tucker, probably. Don't you agree with that? I, that's what I think. So That's the only way to go. Yeah, I think that's what you're going to get in this game. So um, our next game, we're going to the U.K. game. We got Mississippi State at U.K. This game opened as a seven-point spread, and I think Hammond says it's down to three-and-a-half or four. It's four now, but let me see here. It was, it was seven to start. Yeah. Um, and it's down to four now. Well, there's, and, been, there's been some talk that, that Levis is going to play, that he's, you know, on track to play, basically. They've got, some people are going plus four Kentucky. So they think Kentucky's going to cover the spread. Right. Uh, so, um, this game will come down to two things, and you probably know what that is. Can Kentucky's defense stop Will Rogers? 
Um, you know, I feel like Kentucky is still searching for that big signature win. You know, they had that good win on the road against Florida, but as we've watched Florida, they're not as good as we thought they was going to be. Um, changing that this week after you lost to South Carolina would do wonders for this. You know, I think Chris Rodriguez is going to have to get at least a hundred plus yards or maybe a touchdown or two for this to, for them to win. Um, you know, he gets the carries. That's all I'm going to say. And Will Levis will, like you said, will likely be back. Um, they sputtered without Levis last week. So having him back is a, a good, good opportunity to get back in the right direction. Um, and I think Will Rogers, if I'm not mistaken, he leads the country in passing yards and he's second in passing touchdowns. But Will Rogers hasn't faced a defense like Kentucky's either. So if they can get in Rogers' face, make him force some mistakes, he could face some issues, especially on the road, because this is probably Mississippi's biggest test since they went to LSU and they, and they lost that game. So, um, Kentucky's not going to be a pushover. Um, you know, they're, they're desperate to, to feel like that they're still a really good football team. Kentucky is, um, Kentucky's going to have an opportunity in front of a sold out crowd. It's already a sellout according to a, a friend that I talked to today. So that place is going to be rocking. Um, you're going to be there, right? I'm going to be there. Yeah. I think this is going to be, a, I think this is going to be a close one. I, I, I feel like, you know, everybody thinks, well, Mississippi State's just going to come in here and they're going to blow them out. I don't think that's going to happen because Kentucky's not going to lay down. Stoops teams have don't never lay down. They always play. They're always physical, you know, but ultimately at the end of the day, I just think the Bulldogs offense is going to be too much. Um, and as much as I'm a homer in Kentucky, um, and I love the cats, I just can't, I just can't put a win on this one. Um, so I think Kentucky will cover the spread though, but Mississippi State's going to win this football game. Actually, Mississippi State will cover the spread. Um, the four points, points. I just don't, I just don't, I don't know. It's just the way Kentucky played last week. It's got me kind of weary. Um, you know, they didn't they didn't look real good on defense at times. Um they got lack of day school at times in the second half. They they just wasn't prepared. And you've got to be prepared this week because Mississippi State is not South Carolina. Um you 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 get you start doing the things that you did against South Carolina early in the game against a team like Mississippi State, they can put you in a hole quick. And that's something that, you know, that Kentucky can't afford to have happen. So but I got Mississippi State this week, and I believe they'll cover the spread. John Roberts, you're going second, so we'll hand it to you and see what you say about this game. I think this game's going to be. Uh, I think if even if Levis plays or not, I think he that that the Mississippi State defense will force. Uh, a few turnovers by Levis. So I, I feel like that this uh, this game's going to get out of hand pretty quickly because I think that uh, some of those turnovers are going to happen early and it'll quiet the crowd. So the crowd really won't be much of a factor, you know, early on in the game. And uh, I think just the, the air raid offense will um, – 
we'll, we'll, we'll provide some quick strikes early. And I, I just think that, that Mississippi State wins, and they win convincingly. I mean, if Levis doesn't play, I agree with you 100%. This game could get ugly. Well, I, I think it's going to get ugly whether he plays or doesn't. Right. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, it very well could, especially yeah. if Levis doesn't play. So we'll go to Mason with this. Who you got, Mason? Hey, I'm going to go uh, Kentucky, especially if Levis plays. He's supposed like to. He's on, he's on pace to play. He's supposed to be. I'm going to go Kentucky. Um, I like their style. I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to go Kentucky. I don't really have a reason, but <laughs> I have faith, especially being a Stoops fan. But I, I, see, I see what you're saying, you know, especially Kentucky, the way they they slow the game down um, and they run the football, and you can keep Will Rogers off the field. If you can keep Will Rogers off the field, and and grind out drives and and get in the red zone and make plays. I think Kentucky has a shot in this game. But exactly. if you but at the end of the day, but if you can't if if you can't do that and you keep going three and out, three and out, three and out, Mississippi State can make this an ugly game. But they very well could. But I don't know for some reason my guts tell me Kentucky. I put Kentucky down on my my stuff this weekend and. I'm going to stick with them. So, All right. Well, here's my thing with this game. Kentucky's got to figure out offensively what they do best. And we can't have another game like last week in, where Chris Rodriguez has six carries in the second half. Um, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Um, and he's a beast. He, he's, he can run over dudes. He can carry dudes four or five yards down the field. And I'd love to see this offense start trying to hit some big plays because they have the receivers to do that. And they have the talent and they have the outside talent to do that. They have the quarterback if Levis is back, like they're saying. And for those reasons alone, Kentucky also has the 20th ranked defense in the country. And that's after coming off of this crazy loss last week with South Carolina. They were higher than that. They were in the teens and they dropped to 20. So I expect Kentucky at home to win this game. And that's who I'm going to take. I do believe that Mississippi state is, is going to be a heck of a challenge. And I just don't expect to see the same team, same team that we seen last week. Um, I don't think that's Kentucky. I don't think that's a Stoops team. And I'm going to stick with UK in this game and we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. So the last ranked teams, two ranked teams that we're going to talk about is USC and Utah. Hammonds. The Utah's was favored three and a half at home. Is that still the spread? Uh, yes. All right. I like Utah in this game. I like them to cover. Um, I think it's still three and a half. You said. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Utah's defense will be a the biggest difference in this game. You know, UCLA or UCLA. 
yes. USC will do will do some things on offense. They'll have some big plays. Um, Williams will do what he does. But I think where they're going to lose this game is their run defense. Um, they they do not have a really good run defense, and I think Utah will be able to run the football against this team. I think a lot of this will come down to who wins the time possession battle. And I think the U, the Utes offense will, will keep them on the sidelines way, way too much. And, you know, I think Utah wins this game. Okay. And they cover. All right. John Roberts? Utah may have the possession battle, but – I still think USC wins this game. And I know that it, everything should point toward Utah, elevation game, uh, everything like that. But I'm just going to go USC because, you know, screw it. <laughs> USC. Trojans. You, you got some great USC. insight tonight, Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Today is, today's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Mason, who are you taking in this one? I hate that you ask me, but oh Lord, I'm going Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams in USC. Um, and I know you hate that. Yeah, I really do hate it. But them being <laughs> they're underdogs, undefeated, going into a two-loss Utah. I just I don't know. I like Caleb Williams, like Mario Williams. Um, USC's defense isn't good, but they have the offense to keep up what they shootout game i just don't know if utah has that offense right i'm not so sure that either one of these defenses is good to be honest with you um you know utah's probably got a little bit better of a defense than usc does because usc doesn't have much at all i don't think so being at home i mean god i think i'm gonna take utah and my head tells me that I probably should take USC, but I think I'm going to take Utah in this. So we, at least we got one game that's completely split. Utah, give me two. <laughs> All right. So our next game, we're going back to the ACC. It's Clemson at FSU, and Clemson's favored three and a half uh, at Florida State. Is that still the spread, Hammonds? Yeah, it's three and a half. Yeah. All right. So. Who you get? Who you taking in this game? Um, the line is what gets me. Um, three and a half. I feared it'd be higher. Um, this is probably one of the strangest lines that I've seen so far. I I would love to take Florida State because you know they they had a great chance to beat NC State last week. Um, Seminoles had some opportunities to beat Wake. They've shot themselves in the foot the last couple of weeks. And and the biggest thing with Florida State, they get behind the chains quite a bit, and that's disastrous with the Clemson pass rush that they got. Um, I just – I think Clemson's the better team. Um, I think they're able to make, you know, Florida State one-dimensional because of the way their defense is run. Um, so I'm going to take Clemson, and I'm going to have them cover. I just don't think even at home, Florida State has enough weapons to beat a really good defensive team in Clemson. Yep. Well, I, do, I do think this will be close, though. It'll be close for a while, 
but I think Clemson pulls away late. Okay. John Roberts? I think we all think the Clemson's a better team. <laughs> and they Clemson. No, we don't. Oh, damn it. You, gotta, you just got to stay on my side here. Just be quiet. Here we go. <laughs> so I just think that Clemson's going to keep this – Keep the score low. I think that it'll stay a low scoring. It will actually be a low scoring affair relatively to what college football standards. Uh, and I just think that the Clemson is the better team and they will ultimately prevail, much to my chagrin, because I don't want them to win. But they're going to, just because Dabo is just going to Dabo. <laughs> yep. All right, Mason. <laughs> Mason, it's all you. So you said Clemson wasn't the better team. So. No, I'm not a fan of the quarterback. I haven't been since he was named the starter. Um, I'm going to go Florida State just because I don't think Clemson can hang with any of the big teams. And I think Florida State gives them a run for their money. That's all I have to say. All right. So you're going Florida State. Yes, sir. All right. I, You know, as much as I would like to pick Florida State in this game, I just can't. Um, I, You know, do I think this game is going to be a lot closer and low scoring possibly, like John Roberts said? I do. I don't think this game is going to be a – you know, 35 to 10 Clemson romp or nothing. I think this is going to be like a 24-20 or a 20 to 17 or, or something like that game. Um, so, but I'm going to take Clemson and say they win like 24-20 is what I'm going to do in, in this game. Uh, our next game we're going to talk about, we're going to the Big Ten, and it's Minnesota at Illinois. Illinois has popped into the top 25, and Minnesota is favored six and a half at Illinois this week, which I find. Row the boat. What's that? I said row the boat. Yeah, which I, I, I just find the line is a little weird to me. But anyway, is that still the line, Hammonds? Um, it is six and a half Minnesota. Yeah, that's what the line is. Six and a half Minnesota. So who are you taking in this game, John? Hammond? <laughs> well, I like Illinois. Um, you know, it's not pretty at times, but it works. You know, they beat Wisconsin. You know, they, I think they beat, was it Virginia? Um, you know, 24-3, um, they dominated Wisconsin, like I said, and, you know, they run a lot, they play tough defense, um, the passing game is usually short throws, you know, dink and dunk, so it's not going to be the prettiest game, and points are going to be 
scarce in this game, to be honest. But even with this game in Champaign, this is one of those games that Illinois lose. This is one of those games that they normally would lose. Um, and Minnesota, I think, is playing pretty good defense right now. And I just think Tanner Morgan's going to come up with a few more plays. Um, and I just think, you know, it's, it's an Illinois game though. So they're going to want to play ugly, but at the end of the day, I just think Minnesota's going to have too much on offense. Um, but if Illinois wins this game, they have a opportunity to go to the Big Ten championship. And that's wild to me. Yeah, I mean, I would have never thought that. <laughs> I wouldn't have either. And, but like I said, Minnesota covers this game, the six and a half. It's going, offense is going to be optional in this game. So if you like an offensive shootout, this is not your game. So <laughs> it's going to be one of those defensive struggles. And I think Illinois comes, or Minnesota comes out on top. All right, John Roberts. Row the boat. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a boat race. Yeah, I hear you. And those that row, they know. <laughs> row the boat. You, man, have, you're on a roll tonight is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm very delirious right now. You, you kind of are, man. <laughs> All right, Mason. <laughs> he's he's on a roll, man. Jesus. Um I think I'm gonna take Minnesota. I'm gonna take Row the Boat too. Um Illinois went in and beat Iowa. One of the better Big Ten defenses. Because they have no offense, they have to focus on defense, but right. um, I don't know. Something tells me about this Minnesota team. I think they're just they're just a better rounded team. I mean, Pence or not Pence, uh, Illinois allowed points to Iowa, so just for that reason, I'm going to I'm going to Minnesota. You're going to Minnesota. Well, here's me. I, listen, I I'm a, believe, a believer in PJ Fleck, so row the boat for that. And I'm not really that big of a believer in um, Brett Belima. I just there's just something about him ever since he's been in the came to the SEC. I'm just not that big of a believer in him, and I know that he's put together a great first uh, five weeks um, and got them into the top 25, and they beat Wisconsin and they beat Iowa. Did allow some a few points, which is not many. Mason, by the way, <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna. Iowa go- doesn't score many, so. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm going to go Minnesota in this game. All right, so Kansas and Oklahoma. It's at Oklahoma. And Oklahoma on Tuesday were favored six and a half. Is that still the spread? It's 9 now. It's 9? Yeah, I'm I'm oh. kind of shocked. <coughs> Excuse me. That's amazing to me. Is it because I guess because Daniels is not playing? Well, Daniel's not playing, and Gabriel is expected to start. So, right. and Bean Bean is not a really bad quarterback either for Kansas. He he came in in the TCU game and played really well last week. So, oh yeah, I think 
this is a game that in the Venables era that they can't look, in my opinion, with the poor performances, you know, can't lose the locker room because a loss like this could really damage a lot of things. Um, you know, I think this is going to be a close game um, like last year because Kansas, I'm going to tell you something, is a very good football team. And if they play clean, they they had they didn't have a really clean game last week against TCU. They have a great offense. They really they do. I'm just not, they, make, they just made some mistakes last week. They don't have a good defense though. They don't. On paper now, Oklahoma has the better better team, but you don't play this game on paper. Um, you know, and the Sooners need to show a little pride, especially on defense, because the defense recently has just been really really bad. Um, but after watching both in the last couple of weeks, as much as I want to pick Oklahoma, I've got to go Kansas. Um, I think they pulled the upset. Well, it's not really an upset if you consider Kansas being the ranked team, but right. I, I base it based off the line. You know, Jayhawks go to, they get bow eligibility in mid October. Which is amazing. To be and which honest. is amazing to me. And, and I think this, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. It, it could be if, if Gabriel does his thing like he has done. But I, I just think Kansas has too good of an offense to, to get blown out. Um, and Oklahoma's defense ain't, ain't real good either. So this could be a shootout on both sides. So I'm going to go with Kansas pulling the upset in Norman. Okay. John Roberts, give us some of your fantastic insight here. Well, um, <laughs> let's see. I was going to start out going with Rock Shock. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ted Leakey Roof will have the game of his life, and uh, he, he will call the game of his life. And this is going to be where everybody goes, wait, what just happened in this, in this game? And OU wins it and they keep Kansas from scoring a whole lot of points. They'd win it with defense. Hmm. It's weird. It's going to be a weird, it's going to be weird. Everything's going to be upside down. Okay. And that's what's going to happen. All right. Mason, this is your team. So what do you, what do you got to say about this one? All right. Just a little bit of information. I just got a notification. Um, the Big 12 is finalizing a schedule for the 2023-2024 season. Right. So Oklahoma and Texas will not probably be moving to the SEC until 2025 now. Just a little bit of insight there. I just got that across my screen. Um, otherwise, you will never, ever, ever hear me say this again. But I think Oklahoma loses in Norman. Wow. I, I just don't know how they pull it out. That their offensive line is atrocious. Their defense is, Jesus Christ, is horrible. Um, I don't know. I think Oklahoma loses, and I think that this year just needs to be focused ahead to next year. But I'm taking Kansas, you know, and their backup quarterback is not bad at all. He came to TCU and 
put up four touchdowns, right, against TCU? Right. Bain, yeah. 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 I mean, he's not bad at all. Well, so I mean, so you don't, think, you don't think Gabriel coming back makes it that big of a difference? I mean, it makes a big difference, but all they have to do is guard Marvin Mims and Stoops. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma's wide receivers all year have been dropping passes, running the wrong routes. There's been miscommunications. It's been a – Been a dumpster no, fire, yeah. I was going to say, that's a better way to put it. Yes, dumpster fire. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so here's my thing. I was planning on taking Oklahoma in this game, but I think the spread's too high. I mean, nine points is just too much. Um, I can't take Oklahoma at nine points. Um, so I'm going to take – But at least we'll be losing in fashion with them brand-new jerseys, though. <laughs> we just need to sit back and think about that. We'll have, you know, debut brand-new jerseys. Yeah. Probably going to lose, but we're going to lose in fashion. So I'm I'm definitely um, not taking Oklahoma and taking the nine points. I'm going to be on the Kansas <laughs> side. <laughs> All right, coward, coward. <laughs> well, for real, you know, come on. I, was, I, I wanted to take Oklahoma, but the <laughs> nine points is just too much. And I've taken Oklahoma for like two or three straight weeks, and y'all know what they've done. So they've killed me. You're the reason we lost. That was that was poor decisions that day. <laughs> poor decision making. All right. So the next game we're going to talk about is Arkansas at BYU. This game is not BYU is still ranked. I think they're like 16th in the country. Arkansas is not. They have fallen out. Um, I'm not sure is KJ Jefferson going to play. I'm not sure. They said that he was looking to go, and I, I think BYU's not even ranked, I, I, I believe. They're not? I was thinking they were still ranked. They got mm-hmm. beat last week, though, so they may not. Oh, this is, a, this is a pick'em game now. Yeah. It was it, – it opened on Tuesday at one and a half in favor of Arkansas. And this is a game that could really derail the loser the rest of the year. Um, you know, both starting quarterbacks are nursing some injuries. Um, so I don't really know if they're both able to go. I think this will be a fun duel between the two quarterbacks. Um, neither defense has been able to stop the run. So whoever runs the football more is going to win this football game. And I think, you know, Arkansas has a really good running back in Raheem Sanders. Rocket Sanders, um, you know, and they got some really good wide receivers. Um, and when KJ's healthy, he's probably the best playmaker Arkansas has. Um, I think he's one of six FBS quarterbacks who have tallied at least a thousand yards and nine touchdowns, 300 yards rushing and three rushing touchdowns. So that ranks fourth in the SEC. So he's a really good player when he, when he's healthy. Um, and I think the winner of this game will have the edge in the in the backfield, and that's not good news for BYU. Um, so I, I got Arkansas this week. Um, I feel like Arkansas wins this football game, and they get back on track, and they they go into the bye week and get ready for Auburn in in two weeks. All right, John Roberts. 
you said KJ is playing. Is That's that it's sort of like with Levis. He's 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 most likely to. he's going to try to get it and go. Yeah. If he played Arkansas wins. So I mean, okay. I just think that that uh, that Arkansas goes with him. So if he plays, they're going to win. If he doesn't. Probably not. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, BYU is a tough place to go into and play. It's just a weird right. place to go into. So, yep. Mason, yep, who, yep. who you got in this one? I'm going to go Arkansas. Enough said. SEC versus uh, BYU. This right. is actually the first meeting between the teams um, on the football field. So, should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, if like you said, John, if both quarterbacks are healthy and playing, it would be a really interesting game to watch, I think. Jalen Hall is a great quarterback. He's got some good tight ends, um, a couple of good receivers. He's got a good running back, but he He's hasn't. a good running back as well. He, he, done, he played well last week, but he hasn't really done – he hasn't had a really good year up until, what, last week against Notre Dame. And I just think that's an issue – um, against a really good rush defense in Arkansas. Now, Arkansas' secondary is not really good. No, it's not. I think their front four can do a little damage up front in the trenches. So if K- I'm I'm with John Roberts. If if KJ Jefferson's playing, I'm taking Arkansas. So that's where I'm going to go at. And then um, we have LSU at Florida, and this is usually one of the biggest games of the year uh, you know it has been in the past this year it's not quite so much um but it's still a pretty telling game inside the sec so i chose to put it on here um it's at florida and florida's favored by two and a half unless it's changed yeah, it's two and a half yeah so like florida the swamp, here the swamp is always a hard place to play so who, who are you taking I'm I'm gonna go with Florida. You know, they both quarterbacks are dual threats. You know, I think the biggest thing is LSU's quarterback play compared to Florida's. Now Florida's has struggled too, but I think LSU's has been a lot worse. And you know, LSU's defense is on paper is really better. You know, they 29th nationally. Um, Florida's is 99, but LSU did surrender 438 yards against a really bad Auburn team two weeks ago, and then they gave up 502 yards against Tennessee last week, and that ain't a good sign, um, you know, going forward, which both guys are brand-new coaches, Brian Kelly and um, Billy Napier, so they're both 4-2. and two. The winner gets a heads up and get into a bowl quicker than the other. Um, I think even even in a kind of game this is not not a lot to like you said it's not as pumped up as it usually is. But the swamp will always be rocking for a night game against a rival. It's still pretty telling inside the SEC. It is. It's it's a good game to watch. I mean, if you're a if you're a SEC fan, it's a it's a game to be able to it's a game you want to watch. Um, but I'm going to go Florida. I think they cover the spread, um, the two and a half. I wouldn't be shocked if they won it by more than that. 
um, just because I don't think LSU is that good offensively. Now Florida has been crippled offensively too, but I think they just they got a they got some better. I wouldn't say better weapons. I think they got a better run game than LSU does. Mm. LSU's got a real good run game, but I think Florida has one in ETN that can really take over a football game, and I think that makes the difference. And you know, if you gave up 438 yards to Auburn, and which you, you're going to give up the yards to Tennessee, but with Florida, that 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 hurts when you're playing, especially in the swamp. Right. And it can, it can make for a tough game, um, for four quarters. But like I said, I'm going to take Florida and I think they'll cover the spread. All right. John Roberts. Um, I really don't like Brian Kelly. I really don't. <laughs> he, he's not a good person. I mean, He's at Notre Dame. He put a kid up in the uh, in the in the TV in the uh, in the tower while it was uh, windy. Thing blew over. Kid died. You know, that's on Brian Kelly. Right. Not a good person. So, Florida by fifty. No, um, Florida wins. All right. They're going to win because I don't believe in – I mean, yeah, just like what John was saying, that they, they gave up 400-something yards to Auburn. And, I mean, they're just lucky that Auburn decided that they wanted to just hand you, them the football every time them. they got into the red zone. It's like, here, yeah. here you go. You can have the football. We don't really want We're going to cross the 50 here, and then we're just going to give you the football. You can have it. <laughs> you know, so – I don't think Florida is going to be as generous. Okay, so. Mason John Roberts is an Auburn fan, if you can't tell. So, I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell at all. You couldn't tell, right? Oh no! <laughs> all right, so who are you taking, Mason, in this game? LSU and Florida. Like I said, it's not as big a game, but inside the SEC, it's still pretty telling. Easiest answer all night. I'm going Florida. Nothing else. That, here's my answer. I mean, I'm taking, honestly, who throws a shoe? <laughs> I'd say, I'd, he's, you're hilarious, man. Okay, so tonight I'm taking the Swamp. That's who I'm taking. So I think the Swamp covers two and a half points and Florida wins. That's who I'm taking in this game. So the last game I put on here is – uh, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about James Madison University. JMU plays at Georgia Southern. Um, JMU is five and zero. Oh. They slipped into the top twenty-five this week for the first time. This is their first season playing mm-hmm. FB, FBS football, and they're not even eligible for postseason play. Right. This is their. That's first, what makes it. They're, they're makes five it. games into their FBS um, life here, basically. And they are in the top 25 and have the second ranked defense in the country right now, by the way. Uh-huh. And they upset it and they upset Appalachian State and Nebraska. Let's not uh, look past that. Yeah. And they beat Nebraska. All right. So let's give them the last yeah, pick of the night. So I'm going to go first. Is, is, is beating Nebraska actually an accomplishment? That was Georgia Southern. 
Right. They beat Georgia Southern. Did. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I'm talking about James Madison. Yeah. yeah. They beat Appalachian State. Right. Who beat Texas A&M? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I believe I'm going to take um, James Madison in this game. Um, you know, they got a really good quarterback. Um, you the know, spread's 11 and a half, by the way. Yeah, they, since they beat Appalachian State, they beat up on Texas State. They crushed Arkansas State by 22 as an 11 point favorite. Um, the biggest thing with their quarterback, he's got 15 touchdown passes and just one interception. Um, that's pretty good. Um, you know, they got a good receiver in Drew Painter. Um, you know, the, their defense has been outstanding. They've only allowed just 41 yards rushing per game. And they allowed, I think they've just allowed 227 yards per game overall. Right. And they're really balanced. Yeah. And they're really balanced on offense. Um, but I think Georgia Southern is a team to watch though in this game. Kyle Vantrese is a good quarterback. Um, you know, they got a good head coach and Clay Hilton, former USC coach. Um, you know, they did beat Scott Frost and they, they pretty much fired Scott, Scott Frost at Nebraska. After this, um, game. yeah. But after they lost to Nebraska, they lost to UAB, Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern, but all three games were close. Right. Um, and it's because of their offense. So this will be a, a test for, James Madison to see where they are. Um, I think they're five and zero against the spread. So I think this is a game that you know James Madison's defense is going to get tested to see where they're at. But at the end of the day, I think James Madison covers the spread and wins this football game. All right, John Roberts. Who are you, t- who are you taking in this one? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Georgia State inside the number. Inside the number, inside the 11 yeah. and a half, Georgia Southern. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Georgia Southern, sorry. Yeah. Wrong, wrong Georgia team. Yep. All right, but Mason. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Scott Frost curse, but every team that's beat them is like, what, one in, I don't even know, one in 10, one in 11 now total. I'm going uh, James Madison. Got to keep rolling with them. You know, the what they've done coming into the FBS and, you know, what they're doing is amazing, to be honest with you. Um, Georgia Southern, Hammonds mentioned it a while ago. Most people probably don't realize that they have Clay Hilton as their uh, head coach. He's the former USC coach um, and was there, I think, at the beginning of last year, right? Wasn't, wasn't that when he got fired? Clay Hilton? I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, I'm taking James Madison probably in this game, even though, um, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do what Roberts did. I think I'm gonna take Georgia Southern to cover, but James Madison wins. I think that's what I'm gonna do. So that's our twelve game. <laughs> See, but a while ago he wanted me to do that. With the Oklahoma things. <laughs> I plead the fifth. 
<laughs> so I, I think, I mean, I think Georgia Southern does have a pretty good team. I mean, uh, they hung with uh, Coastal Carolina um, and had a chance in that game, and they're undefeated as well. Um, so I think they can probably do the same to James Madison. That's that's my take. Um, looking at the last few weeks, like I said, Georgia Southern hung with Coastal Carolina. Um, I think it was like 34 to 30 or something like that and had a chance in that game. So <clears throat> that's what I'm going to say they do with James Madison, although I think James Madison wins the game. And that's what I'm going to say on that. So that's our 12 games. Uh, this is going to be an exciting week of football. I think there's there's three or four other games that we could have put into this, I think. Uh, Ole Miss and Auburn could turn out to be a pretty good game. Um, there's a few other games that could have been put in this 12 games. Um, is there any that y'all want to mention or talk about outside of the 12 that we got? Mason, is there any for you that you want to mention? Um, not necessarily, no. I mean, Iowa State, Texas would be the only game I'd want to look at as far as Big 12 play, but that's it. Okay. John Roberts, I'm about afraid to ask you. You know, tell me what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I will be watching the um, the Ole Miss game early, uh, and hopes that I'll have their coach. Even though I really don't think that's going to happen. You want you want them to poach Mrs. Old Mrs. Coach is what you want to do, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I want to reunite Lane Kiffin and Bruce Pearl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, of course, it, of course, yeah. it didn't last very long last time. Just so you know. No, it did. <laughs> uh, apparently, there were. Sunny skies calling. Yeah. Uh, then he was left on a tarmac. Right. Yeah. It did the end well. So, <laughs> it didn't end well. No. It didn't. All right, Hammonds. Is there any game you want to mention or talk about? Not that. Not that I know. I mean, we pretty much went through most of them. I mean, well, there's a couple games here and there, like. Uh, I think Wisconsin-Michigan State might be a decent game. Um, you know, early in the season, I would have thought that would have been a yeah. you know a big game, but right now, I'm not so sure about it. No, I mean, maybe Nebraska. Listen to this. Okay, so Purdue is a 13 and a half point favorite. Well, if Nebraska goes on the road and wins this game, they got a shot at going to the Big Twelve or Big Ten championship. And that that's wild to me, I guess. You got a rivalry game, the NBC late game, Stanford and Notre Dame, um, which is always pretty tight. Um, the underrated game of the night is a, is a late game, is Pac-12 after dark, is Washington State and Oregon State. Both teams are 4-2. and two. Um, It's at Oregon State, and one of these teams is going to go bowling. Right, and that's a pretty that's a pretty even matchup. Three and a half. Duke 
Duke, North Carolina is a, North Carolina is a seven point favorite at Duke, which Duke has fell on their face since losing to Kansas. So. Right. They haven't really played really well. So, um, we pretty much covered the ones that we, we needed to. Um, this probably might be the best week of college football, honestly. I think so too. I mean, I think this week seven, uh, list of games is, a pretty exciting week to to look at. Next, next week's going to be fun too. Yeah. Um. Next week's got some really good games. Next week. All right. Um, I I appreciate you guys being on again, and we always have fun doing this. Um. Like we said last night, like, share, follow, rate. Um. And uh, we. We're, you know, we're happy that you guys are on with us. And like I said, tell some people about us and we'll be on possibly maybe late Saturday night or we'll do our wrap up on Sunday. What do y'all think, guys? Sunday afternoon? Let's do, let's do Sunday, man, because I think so yeah, let's too. do Sunday for the Pac 12. Yeah. Cause if, if Kentucky loses Saturday, <laughs> yeah, we I might not we should, I think we should do Sunday afternoon. I think it worked out better. If we do Sunday right. afternoon and do a wrap, we let the Pac-12 so. teams play all their games too that way. So I mm. like that better. Right. Yeah. So look for us. To, we'll do a oh, live oh, show. John. Oh, John was not in the mood Saturday evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember. In that kind of in that kind of environment, you should win a game like that, and it just it it was weird all the way from start to finish. It well, it had a weird vibe. Way. Yeah. Well, and, and not even that, you know, kickoff.